Welcome to Calvary Live. We are so glad you could join us through our podcast. Here at Calvary, we want you to live life at the highest level through a personal relationship with Jesus Christ. We hope today's message will be an encouragement. Hey, well, I'm so glad that you're joining me for this special Saturday night message. It's the night before Easter Sunday. Right now, anticipation is building. I know you're excited, and I'm excited. We know what's coming tomorrow. Let's gather together. Let's take this moment, and let's celebrate the victory of Jesus Christ right here, even on Saturday night before Easter Sunday. Well, let me help you and encourage you with a couple of things. Why don't you share this with as many people as you can? Tag them, text them, call them. Say, come on, let's get together uh, on Calvary Live Facebook, and let's watch this message with Pastor Sawyer. I want to bring it to you. I know it's going to encourage you. I know it's the perfect message for this night on this Easter weekend. So share this moment with someone. And by the way, give me those online amens. Say, what's that, Pastor? Well, it's comments. Comment on what's happening. Share your online amens with us. And maybe most importantly, we want you to know that right now live, we have our chat room open. We have pastors ready to pray with you, talk with you, encourage you in this moment. So we're here for you on this Saturday night. It's settle in. It's just going to be an amazing time that we're going to have together. As I shared, I want to share this message with you. The king has one more move. I want to read a verse before I get started. Luke chapter 18, verse number 27. Jesus replied. This is what Jesus said. Jesus replied, what is impossible with men is possible with God. What is impossible with men is possible with God. So that's setting the stage for what we're going to discover tonight in the message, the king has one more move. Well, what are we referring to? Well, many years ago, actually in the late 1700s, early 1800s, a famous German artist painted a painting that he simply entitled The Chess Players. The Chess Players. In this portrait, this painting that became quite famous, were, were two chess players sitting at a chessboard. A young man with a despondent look upon his face. An older chess master glowering over him looking down on him, gloating with his victory. And what the artist had painted was the ultimate loss. It's when the, when the chess game is over, when someone is won, they've made the last move and they say, checkmate, checkmate. This portrait was, was the scene, the setting. The board was set at checkmate. The young man had lost. He was discouraged. His head was down. This, this master of chess that had backed him in the corner and declared checkmate represented Satan himself in this portrait. These two chess players pictured for us what too many have accepted in life, that Satan has me cornered. Life has me cornered. I have no way out. I've heard those horrible words, checkmate, spoken over my life. And so as the account goes, the true account, That was accepted for many years. The portrait picturing the ultimate failure, the ultimate loss, the checkmate in this moment. But some years later, another chess master was made aware of this painting. And so he found the painting and studied it quite intently for some time. To everyone's shock, he said, there's not checkmate. This man has another opportunity. The game's not over. And, and, and so they actually recreated the chessboard that was in the painting. And to their surprise, instead of checkmate, this chess master said, the king 
has one more move. I'm here to tell you tonight what Jesus said in Matthew chapter 18 and verse 27. What is impossible with men is possible with God. Maybe you've heard checkmate. Maybe you have felt like in your setting that it's final, that it's impossible, that, that your king, your position, like the chessboard, is unprotected and surrounded. He's trapped. The adversary is gloating. He's beginning to celebrate. Maybe you felt that way in your life. I'm trapped. I'm surrounded. There's nothing that I can do on this Saturday night of Easter weekend 2020 when the coronavirus pandemic is racing around this globe. But I have brought good news to you tonight. Jesus said, what is impossible with men is still possible with God. I want you to know, although hell may love to say checkmate, I believe heaven is saying the king has one more move. I'm telling you right now, on this Saturday night of Easter weekend, I believe your life is under further review. I believe your impossibility is under further review. I believe that you're primed to see the hand of God intervene in your life and we're going to see things turn around. The devil says checkmate, but God says the king has one more move. See, Easter Sunday reminds us that it's not over until God says it's over. Hell's best and man's worst is not enough to stop the power of God. It's not over until God says it's over. I'm telling you tonight, the king has one more move. That's God's love for us. It's greater than our failures, greater than our disappointments, greater than the moments that we may encounter. John 10.10 says, the thief comes only to steal, to kill, and destroy. You know, he always does that. Satan first comes to steal. And that's what he's trying to do to you. That's why life's been screaming checkmate in your ears. That's why this moment may look heavy and foreboding and overwhelming. And Satan has come to steal. See, what does he do first? He wants to steal your faith. Do you know your faith in God is his greatest accomplishment to steal your faith? Do you know what Satan would like to steal above everything else? He's not worried about your possession. Your home is not his target. Your cars are not his target. Your bank account is not his target. Satan wants to orchestrate a congressional a convergence of circumstances so that you feel you're trapped, so that you feel you're hopeless, so that you feel I have no more moves, I've lost. But I want you to know the king has one more move. I want you to know what the devil wants to steal is your hope and your faith. My friend, tonight, I want to encourage you to reach down deep and grab inside your heart and declare it's not over till God says it's over. I may be out of resources and everyone else may have given up and hell's beginning to celebrate, but the king has one more move in my life. Satan, you're not going to steal my faith. I'm going to keep trusting in God. I'm going to keep relying on God. You're not going to steal my faith. You're not going to steal my hope. You're not going to steal my peace. If God be for me, who can be against me? I've been praying for you and believing God. And Psalm 91 says, he that dwells under the shelter of the most high shall rest in the shadow of the almighty. I declare tonight, Satan hasn't checkmated your life or mine, or the church, or our nation, or our hope, or our dreams, or our children, or their children. I say to you tonight, we are dwelling under the shelter of the Most High God. God's with us.
us. We're not giving up and we're not going away. Satan wants to steal your faith, your hope, your joy, your dream. But I'm going to tell you, God is still in control here. God is still the God of the impossible. In fact, I want to challenge you with something for the rest of my message with you on this Easter weekend, Saturday night. This is just like an early opportunity to celebrate Easter on this night, during this message. Every time you hear me say the word checkmate right there in your house, right there where you are, wherever you may be, I want you to shout, the king has one more move. Come on, from now on, anytime tonight. You hear me say checkmate. I want to hear you shout, the king has one more move. Maybe you want to comment, the king has one more move. See, sometimes situations look so hopeless. There's absolutely nothing we can do about it. There's nothing we can do to save it or celebrate. I want to show you an account like this in John chapter 8. Maybe one of the most hopeless, embarrassing, and discouraging moments that could ever take place. I want you to look with me in John chapter 8. And I want us to begin reading here in verse number 1. John 8 and verse 1. You talk about a hopeless situation. You talk about a moment when when there's no future. It's all over. Uh, There's nothing that can happen. Let's read about it. John 8 verse 1. But Jesus went to the Mount of Olives. At dawn he appeared again in the temple courts where all the people gathered around him. He sat down to teach them. Now here he was in the very courts of the temple. A crowd had gathered to hear him teach. Brought in a woman caught in the act of adultery. They made her stand before the group and they said to Jesus, Teacher, this woman was caught in the act of adultery. In the law of Moses commands us to stone such women. Now what do you say? They were using this question as a trap in order to have a basis for accusing him. Can you imagine the utter shame and despair in that lady's life, caught in a crowd of people, being accused, being condemned, saying the law gives us the right in this very place to stone this woman to death. What do you say, Jesus? Oh, my friend, you talk about a checkmate moment. Did I hear you say the king has one more move? You talk about a checkmate moment. Here's this lady. She was wrong. She was caught. She was trapped. They had her where they wanted her. The sad thing here is that they really could not care about this lady. Her death was inconsequential to them. All they wanted was to trap Jesus. Jesus, the law says we should stone her to death. What are you going to say? Why was this their trap? Why was this their ruse? Why was this uh, the moment to trap him and checkmate Jesus? Because they knew him. They knew that he was full of compassion. And so here they have him in front of a crowd. A woman who is guilty. The law that is on their side. And yet they want him to offer the verdict of condemnation and death. Jesus, what do you say? The woman's trapped. Hell has her trapped. We've got her in checkmate. And Jesus, we think... We have you in checkmate. But I'm reminding you, when the devil has done everything he can and impossibilities have surrounded you, the king has one more move. What will Jesus do? The Bible says that Jesus bent down and started to write on the ground with his finger. When they kept on questioning him, he straightened up and said to them, If any of you is without sin, let him be the first to throw a stone at her. Again, he stooped down. And rode on the ground. 
What in the world was he doing in this moment? Jesus, in the midst of the accusation, decides he's going to kneel down. And he's going to begin to trace in the dust on the stone way of the temple. What is he doing? And they're yelling at him. They're demanding him. They, they, they feel that they have him checkmated. They could care less about the woman. Jesus, we have him. We've got him now. What are you going to do? What are you going to do? And he's riding in the ground. And he says, if you have no sin, you be the one to cast the first stone. And again, he rolled on the ground. What happens then? At this, those who heard began to go away one at a time. The older one first until only Jesus was left with a woman still standing there. When life has you a checkmate, when life has you trapped, when everyone's given up on you and you've given up on yourself, the king has one more move. So now it's only Jesus and the woman. Everyone is left. Verse 10, Jesus straightened up and asked her, Woman, where are they? Has no one condemned you? No one, sir, she said. Then neither do I condemn you. But oh, I love the rest of this statement. Jesus declared, go now and leave your life of sin. I want you to know something today. When life has you surrounded and you've made mistakes and you're wrong and you're guilty and everyone seems to have given up on you, Jesus is the one who says, the king has one more move. I forgive you. I don't say your sin is okay. I don't excuse it. I don't say it's right. That's all the world can offer you today. They can't give you one more move. Society and culture is not going to alleviate your guilt and your shame and the entrapment of the moment. Oh, there are a lot of people living. They're breathing. They're walking on this planet. But like the television show, they're the walking dead. They're zombies. They're dead on the inside. They're they're consumed with guilt and shame. On the outside, there's always somebody who says, it's okay. You can do that. You can do that. Everyone understands. Jesus is the one who says, the king has one more move. And the power is not only to forgive you, but to change you. He says, I forgive you. Go and sin no more. Change the direction of your life. He's got more than empathy. He has transformation. He's the God who forgives and the God who sets you free. Oh, I'm thankful today. Aren't you thankful that when life has us trapped, when everyone wants to converge on us, when they want to use Jesus to batter you, Jesus will never allow someone to use him to condemn and judge and break you down. He's the God with the power to forgive and the power to change your life. Real life, good life, Free life, not excuses, not alibis, not guilt and shame hidden on the inside, but free from the inside out. Walking in a new life, walking in a new nature. My friend, I'm going to tell you, when hell cries, checkmate, what do we say? The king has one more move. There are people today right here with me right now, you are listening to me, and and, and you feel your life's in a checkmate position. Not because of what you've done, but because of what other people have done. You've found yourself in a place where it almost seems hopeless, and you feel frustrated. I see that young girl. I've, I've talked we, in, in, in our women's recovery ministry, the ladies that are being set free from alcohol and drugs through the power of Jesus Christ. I've listened to their testimonies, and, 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 and my wife and I have sat with them and, and, and heard them pour out their hearts, and we've seen the power to God tra- transform their life, deliver them, make them brand new. But I've heard the story, and it goes something like this. Maybe you can relate to this. A young girl, a child, with the best of dreams, with the dreams of a little girl, the hopes of a little girl, a princess, someone with life, 
someone with joy, someone that can't wait to live the next dream and wake up the next day. But someone else takes advantage of that little child, abuses them, violates them. And it begins a cycle of Satan's plan to strategically move here and move. You're trapped. You're checkmated. There's no way out. There's nothing you can do. It's not your fault. You didn't ask for that. That atrocity committed against you was nothing of your doing. And certainly you weren't deserving. It was not the plan or the will of God. It was the action of a wicked, vile person who has come under the direction of Satan himself. It's not an act of God. It's an act of Satan. And he tries to entrap you and wreck and ruin your life. And, and, and one situation follows another. You, you, you've been violated and abused. Your trust is broken. Your hope is broken. Your identity is cracked. And you move from one place to the next in life trying to find hope in another person. Trying to find acceptance in another person. Trying to earn someone's love. Trying to do anything to know that somebody cares for me and loves me. And, and, and you're disappointed again and again. I hear your story and I know where you are. And I want you to understand that Jesus loves you more than you can imagine. And he's willing to walk into the most impossible situation. The checkmate moment when Satan is, is, is glowing with, with, with his uh, feeling like he has a victory. When he thinks your life is over. But I want you to know something. Life's not always fair. But God is always good. And he has the power to step into that moment in your life to rescue you. I want you to know the king has one more move. I don't want you to give up. I don't want you to settle. I don't want you to take the abuse and the pain that has been perpetrated on you and take that as your identity. That's not who you are. That's not God's plan for your life. That's not what you were put on this earth to do. Oh, you may say, Pastor, I've never been loved. How sad. I've never been cared for. I've never been protected. I've never had anyone to watch over me. What a sad, sad story. But I want you to know, and long before that was ever done to you, God made a way for you to be healed rescued, set free. When life says checkmate, God says the king has one more move. I want to remind you tonight, on this Saturday night, on this night before Easter, resurrection's coming for you. Hope is coming for you. A new life is coming for you. This very moment was paid for by the blood of Jesus. You're not alone in this moment. Jesus has walked into the moment and he says to you, I love you. I'm here to heal you. I'm here to rescue you. I'm here to set you free. I'm here to help you find everything you've ever dreamed of in Jesus Christ. And my friend, when hell says, checkmate, heaven says, the king has one more move. There's one final situation I want us to think about tonight on this Saturday night before Easter Sunday. And this is found in a place that's it's absolutely amazing well, what we see here and what we find. The scripture that, that I want you to see uh, is the account where the thief is on the cross with Jesus. It, it is absolutely a, a moment that, that we would think would be hopeless. It's a moment where no one can find hope, where no one can find direction. In Luke chapter 23 and verse number 39, the hopelessness of this man. The hopelessness of this man. Luke 23 and verse number 39. This is what we read. One of the criminals who hung there hurled insults at him. Aren't you the Christ? Save yourself and us. See, the Bible tells us he was crucified between two thieves. Two men who were guilty. Two men who were condemned. 
Two men who would die for their sins. And there hung the precious, sinless Son of God. Bearing your sins and mine on the cross. Dying between two thieves. There he was. We're reading the account. One of the criminals hung there, hurled insults at him. Can you imagine hurling insults at him? And he said, if you are the king of the Jews, save yourself. Oh, but verse number 39. One of the criminals who hung there hurled insults and and said this, verse 40. The other criminal rebuked him. He said, since you were under the same sentence, listen, we are punished justly for we are getting what our deeds deserve. But this man has done nothing wrong. Then he said, Jesus, remember me when you come into your kingdom. Oh, listen, my friend. Jesus answered him, I tell you the truth. Today, oh, today you will be with me in paradise. Sometimes we're in the checkmate position, not because of what other people have done, but mistakes we've made, choices we've made. Decisions that has backed our life into a place. Maybe like the thieves, life has, is exacting a penalty from you. Judgment has fallen on you. And you know that you're here and you've done these things and, and you deserve what's happening. But I want you to know when you made a mistake... When you failed, when, when you're trying to you wonder, is there any way out? Uh, and, and you're dying. It's, it's, it's too late. Checkmate has happened. Checkmate has happened. Satan is, is looking over you, gloating. The demons are howling. They're celebrating. We have him. We have her. Her life is over. I want you to know, Satan may have positioned things just the right way, just the right person. There's nothing I can do. This is who I am. This is a mistake I've made, and this is what's going to happen. But that thief, in that moment, in his final breaths on this planet, recognized that Jesus was different than him. That Jesus did not deserve the judgment that was being heaped upon him in that moment. And he cries out, he says, Jesus, would you have mercy on me? Would you remember me? Would you help me? I believe in you. I know who you are. And Jesus says to him, today, today you'll be with me in paradise. My friend, it must have sent the jolt through hell. They were claiming two more victims. They were preparing for two more to spend eternity away from God. But at the last minute, when Satan said checkmate, looked at him and said, the king has one more move. He literally snatched him out of the jaws of hell. He literally invaded the impossible moment and said, the king has one more move. I'm here to tell you tonight on this celebration night, as we're getting ready to wake up in the morning and declare, no matter if there's a coronavirus, no matter if the economy is shaking, no matter if the world is under the grips of something unforeseen, I'm going to tell you as we go to bed tonight and as we wake up in the morning, what's impossible with men is possible with God. The king has one more move. And Jesus saved his life. Hell thought they had won. A few hours later, a few moments later, Jesus breathed his last breath on the cross. He would be buried in a borrowed tomb. They would take his lifeless body down. Thought, we've won. We've won. We've won. We checkmated our greatest enemy. We checkmated our greatest adversary. But I'm happy to tell you tonight.
that when hell had done its best, when his lifeless body was taken off the cross, when defeat seemed inevitable, the king had one more move. In fact, right now, right where you are, you need to make this declaration with me. For every day he's spinning the tomb. Are you ready? Come on. Come on, right where you are. You may feel that it's checkmate. Satan may tell you that you've been defeated and there's no hope. But I'm telling you, the king has one more move. Are you ready? One, for every day he was in the tomb. Here we go. The first day, come on. The king has one more move. Come on, for the second day, the king has one more move. Come on, for the third day, Easter Sunday, the king has one more move. My friend, tonight, hell is defeated. And God has stepped into your situation. And he's here, ready, willing, able to change your impossibility and bring another move into your life. Oh, come on. Stand up with me right where you are. I want you to get ready for this moment. I want you to pray with me. I believe that God has invaded the checkmate moment in your life. I want to pray with you right now. What a holy moment. You know, the Bible says if just two or more get together in my name, there I am in the midst of them. Well, friend, I don't know who's with you now. I don't know who's with you in this moment. Maybe you're under quarantine. Maybe you're in a situation where you feel isolated. Well, you're one, and I'm two. And together, God has stepped in this moment. He's walked right into that situation. The enemy, Satan, was looking at you with a devilish grin on his face thinking he had you but you've been rescued the king has one more move the impossible met the God of the impossible and here we are I'm thankful tonight that we're going to pray and as we pray God is here to rescue you no matter how dark the moment or the hour the one I want to pray with first are those of you that really aren't sure about your relationship you've misunderstood where the pain came from Maybe you've blamed God for what Satan has done. Maybe you've blamed God for what people have done. My friend, God didn't send the pain. God's not the author of these wicked things. The Bible says he never uses evil or wickedness to accomplish his purpose. But God's bigger than what man has done. And God's greater than what Satan has done. And those things that have trapped your life, you can be rescued. What's impossible with men is possible with God. So with me right now, will you pray? You've been away from Christ. Your heart's grown cold. But you know, desperately, something's missing. Something's missing. Let Jesus come back and rescue you and step into your heart. Let's pray right now. Dear Jesus, I come to you tonight. I ask you to forgive me of every sin. I thought my life was over. I thought it was too late. I've accepted I'll never come back home. But tonight I realize it's not too late. I haven't gone too far. Your love for me is greater than my sin. Your mercy is greater than my failure. Your grace is greater than everything I've done. So tonight, Jesus, I believe in you. I trust you. I ask you to forgive me. I accept what you did on the cross. And I ask you to come live in my heart. Heal me. I come back to you tonight. Here I am. Thank you for this moment. I'm saved. I'm rescued. I have a new life. And I give you thanks, Jesus. In your name I pray. Amen. Wow. Wow. What a moment. What a victory. What an absolute miracle has happened. Let us know about it. Don't, don't try to do this by yourself. We'll send you help. We'll send you support. There are people here live to, to speak with you right now. Messages. Get in touch right now. We're here for you. Then, friend, I want you to understand that maybe 
life has painted you into a corner, you're not a bad person. You believe in God. You trust God. But, but here you are, surrounded by the impossibilities of this season we're in. But I'm here to remind you tonight, God is faithful. God is able. God is with you. God is for you. So I pray over your health. I pray over your finances. I pray for your employment. I pray that for your health. I pray for safety and protection. I pray that God's hand rests on you. Our health care workers, our first responders, moms and dads doing all you can. <clears throat> pardon me, to keep your family together in this moment. God's with you. God's for you. It's never impossible with God. I pray that blessing and that favor on you right now. In the mighty name of Jesus, the King has one more move. And he's moving in your life right now. Tomorrow morning, 9 and 11, I'm going to bring an Easter message that will literally set your life free and on fire. I'm going to do an illustrated message uh, of, of the whip, the hammer, and the cross. I'm going to tell you what we see tomorrow will literally revolutionize our faith, our hope, and shift the whole atmosphere what's going on in our life right now. My friend, when the devil says checkmate, the king has one more move. I bless you tonight. I release the favor and the blessings of God on you, your family, and those dear to you. We bless you in Jesus' name. Thank you for listening to today's podcast. You can connect with us live each Wednesday and Sunday through our social media pages. If today's message has blessed you, please rate and review us so that more people can hear this message of Christ. Find out more about Calvary on our website at calvaryassembly.org.